Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Christelle Rubio, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit, from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind-the-scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves, and of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of, what does being fit mean to you? My guest today believes self-pleasure is self-care. She's the founder of Piper, which sells The Bean, a small yet mighty discreet personal massager. At Piper, their mission is to promote female sexual pleasure through empowerment, education, and their artistically designed products that are both sexually and aesthetically pleasing. Please welcome Boyuno Adams. Yes. Hi. How Hello. Are you? Oh my gosh. I'm doing so great. Worlds colliding. This is the <laughs> first time this has ever happened on this podcast, boy, you know, where I've had anyone from a work world or situation enter into my podcast <laughs> world and situation. Well, I so, feel so honored. I feel you, so honored to be that one because we work together. Literally, we're on calls together all day. All day, every day. day. Yes, yes. And I'm like, I know you so well in the context of work. This is going to be so interesting that we're going to be on this call together because you are in Milwaukee. And then I'm not going to have like a task to do when we get off of it. Like you're not going to assign me something to do. I know, I know, I know. So also in the context that we work together, I manage your project. So every time yes. we get off a call, I have who does what by when. And yep. then I'm just like, yep. okay, Christelle, this is what we need, Chrissy, this is what we need to do. And this <laughs> is when we need to Christelle. get it done. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. No, no, I know it's, I mean, you are obviously by far my favorite project manager to work with. You're so good. I'm so pumped to like hear about this passion project of yours because I really want to know if you've like managed it the way that you manage projects at work because if you do like know what this is going to be a success you're going to be like no problem you're so on top of it kind of sort of but um you know the entrepreneur journey is so it's it's complex right and actually I had oh, yeah. to hire someone you know the last few months to project manage me and I know, I know. And I, I needed that because there was, I, it was coming to the finish line and I was starting to hesitate and to, you know, get those little, you know, butterflies in my stomach, like, oh my God, yeah. it's coming. And I just really needed someone who wasn't as invested um, in the process to just be like, okay, this is what we need to do. Like wow. literally you removed this emotion from it. Yeah, ex exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And she, no. she has been amazing. So I'm how so glad. How did you find I was... person? Did you like do like a task rabbit or something? Like how did you find? No, she's actually, I, I, I met her through a friend. Um, you know, she's a stay at home mom. And I was talking to a friend of mine about this project. And she's like, oh my God, you, I need to introduce you to Casey. She's just mm -hmm. like you, you yeah. know, <laughs> she like, she's, you know, she's like a, a, a task master and she has like the boxes that she checks off. I was like, I do need her. And then um, I had my initial conversation with her and, I mean, she got so excited about what, you know, and I was like, oh my God, it's not, not only someone who um, is going to help me get over the finish line, but she is bought in. She gets why I'm doing this, right? She's like, gets the mission for sure. E exactly. And she had, yeah. she has pushed me in a really good way to get over the finish line. That's so smart. That's so smart to think about like just outsourcing for your own self. Like, I oh, mean, I absolutely. loved outsourcing. Like you talk about like a cleaner. Yes. Let's also outsource that. Like what, <laughs> what else? That's can a I, like, form of self-care. Huge form of self-care. <laughs> we were just talking about this at work. Like the biggest, the biggest gift I could have ever given to myself, maybe not the biggest, but a very large gift I could have ever given to myself was that I have a cleaner come in and oh, it's and so worth it and you know for, for different people it means different things right so some people yeah. it's cleaning their house is is calming and all of that and sometimes right. it is but for the most part no I just you know want to go run go to home goods yeah <laughs> go to, yeah, go no, to target my free time. yes exactly my free time when I do have it I do not want to spend it 
cleaning my house. Cleaning. But in a no. different season of my life, that was like a really great form of self-care for me. Like when I had extra time or not as like high stress of a job, sure, like I'll take three hours you know, on a Saturday and like clean the whole uh-huh. house and that felt good. But now yeah. not so much. No, when I lived in my house by myself, it was, you know, cause it's my mess. And now when I'm sharing a mess, I was like, yes. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. Okay. Well, speaking of self-care, so this, this kind of passion project of yours is centered all around self-care, right? It It is. And it has been such an evolving journey and it didn't really start off with self-care again. It's, oh yeah. Yeah, it's it really started with a book, and I cannot even tell you how I came across this book, but it is by um, Dr. Lori Mint, um, and it's called Becoming Cliterate. Um, I have it somewhere mm. here. Yeah, Becoming and, Cliterate. Yes. That is so good. It wow, is. It's an amazing it book. I bought it. I literally bought it for like four or five of my friends and just sent it to them because it was, I was just so fascinated um, by just, you know, it's like things that you should know as a woman, as about you know, your time, own body, about and, your yeah. own body, and 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 it's like you kind of know, but you can't really tie it to science or to anatomy and biology, and then someone validates that for you, and you're like, oh my god, like I've been living under a rock. So anyway, mm. that is where it all started. Um, I came, you know, I, th- I, I I do a lot of Audible and Kindle, so they will always send you recommendations. And I don't know why you decided to send me this as a recommendation, but I bought it and I, you know, read it. And the whole premise of this book is about, and she doesn't necessarily call it the pleasure gap or the orgasm gap, but it's talking about the discrepancy or the inequity um, for hetero men and hetero women. And um, huge inequity. Pre- Right, right. It's just a huge, you know, and, and everyone listening talk. knows exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> Every girly listening knows exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Right. And and for me, it was just, a, um, oh, she also talks about the, one of the reasons behind it is, you know, she, she talks about the the physical anatomy part of that, but also societal part of that, right? And the anatomy part of it is just really our bodies are just built differently, right? Yep. And we have an over-reliance on penetration when that is not really what women to, gets women off, you know, it right. works for men, but like, you yeah. know, it's, it's just, it's no one's fault. You know, it's just how just the way we were designed. It's just right? how we were yeah. designed. Um, and then she also touches on the cultural and societal parts, right? Like I grew up reading romance novels probably at a time when I shouldn't have been, you know, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and watching movies and you always see this narrative or this, this frame of how, women achieve their orgasms and and really it's not that's not the most reliable form of it for us oh right no it's like within 60 seconds they make out a little bit and they're having (laughs) sex for like a full minute and there she there she goes exactly (laughs) and and you know you you grow up believing that and and when that doesn't happen for you then it becomes like, oh my God, what is wrong with me, right? Why yeah. why am I seeing these women or reading about these women having these amazing experiences, but it's not happening for me. And like, you know, it, it kind of makes you feel like you're broken. Mm-hmm. And for me, what that book revealed was, oh my God, there are so many more women like me. The majority of the women are like me, right? And it's not our fault. You know, it's just so we just have to reframe it. We just have to, you know, teach our partners about right. our body. Right. I was going to say, it's not even necessarily our partner's fault either, because if we don't know about our own bodies, how in the hell do we expect them to know about our bodies? Exactly. Exactly. So, so yeah, that's where that all started. And oh my God, I I just went down the rabbit hole, right. And like literally started reading medical journals and, you know, just about, just about this whole phenomenon. And I was like, oh my God, like, this is a thing. And, and And again, it was just, it was I, I needed further proof of my validation. And I don't know why. Mm. I, I think it's maybe because I was raised Catholic, right? And it's yeah. just like this whole other thing that we'll get no, to. me too. But, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but again, it's just a further validation. And then I was like, okay, okay. Now that I know that um, this is this is it, this is what how I need to um, approach my own pleasure, Mm. Now you go on this quest, right? Yep, yep. And then the shame and the guilt and the hiding came along with that. Oh, wow. Right? This sounds so much like a healing journey. Like your <laughs> discovering pleasure journey is like a total like healing journey. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. So now, like, now you get rid of the first hump to say, okay, like, I deserve pleasure. I should, you know. So first, now it started like, like logically understanding. Okay, this is scientifically what's going on. I'm reading all these books. I have all this knowledge. Now you're like, okay, let me try to put it into practice. Exactly. And yeah. I'm looking at these, you know, and and oh my god, the the world out there is like you have Amazon, you have all these high end, you know, there's stuff, there's vibrators out there, like they're three hundred dollars. I'm like, oh my god. Yes. Were they encrusted <laughs> with diamonds or something? Like what I, is going on? But in a way it was, it's good because I think that um, it's, it's, it's certainly coming out of the, you know, the closet, I will say, right. Where mm -hmm. um, I think that it's becoming more um, accessible um, for women. And so, but, but still I, I didn't, there was a gap, right, where I knew they were functional, but they were still, they, they were still a vibrator, you yeah. know, and it's just like, you want to tuck it in the back yeah. of your, the, you know, back of your Side nightstand. Drawer, your nightstand exactly. drawer. Yeah. No <laughs> one could ever see it. Um, and, and so that's where that moment came. And I was like, oh my God, like, and I know there are other women like me who are new to this, who are, you know, entry level, <laughs> you know, nervous, <laughs> yep. who, you know, want to kind of, um, dip their toe into it but maybe intimidated because a lot of things that I was also seeing they were pink and black and like they looked like an appendage right and I was just like oh my god wait before you know I've got to tell you the story of my first vibrator okay so I bought my first vibrator on Christmas break my junior year of college I remember very specifically this whole process okay so I was like home <laughs> for Christmas break when I was a junior and I don't know what prompted me to even get one to begin with I can't remember what like led up to this but I was like I'm doing it right I'm home <laughs> on Christmas break I'm gonna go to the mall and I'm gonna get one and the only place at the mall that sold vibrators was Spencer's gifts. Oh Do you remember God. a Spencer's? I remember store? A Spencer's. Okay, right. There's like Chucky dolls and like weird lava lamps. Them. Bizarre. Okay. And <laughs> I don't, again, I can't remember now like how I knew to, I probably saw one there when I was like, yeah. you know, hanging out at the mall as a teenager and like that's what you did. And so I went and I got one and the, it was like hard, 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 hard <laughs> plastic that was pink and sparkly. Oh okay. my goodness. Like, is that good to put down there? Sparkles? Probably not. <laughs> You're going to lose um, the sparkle. <laughs> yeah, right. And okay. So it just was like hard, like plastic. And I think it was like, maybe just like kind of shaped like a hook, kind of oh, like, a, wow. like a rounded hook. Okay. Yeah. Hard plastic. And it just like on off, right? <laughs> like vibrated <laughs> on, vibrate off. You just like turned it and you had to use like double A batteries or something. No like in between. <laughs> No in between. And like that was it. Like that was my vibrator for I would say like six six years. Oh because wow. of this same situation where I was like, okay, I have one. It works. Like it <laughs> does the job. And so like I can't even begin to like think about upgrading or like looking at another one or like doing anything else because it's just too like I don't yeah. even know where to go. What it's do? a process. It was a process. <laughs> and I named and so I named my first vibrator princess p because it was pink and sparkly oh my and god like all my friends at college like knew about princess p like i talked about princess p i even started a <laughs> blog like my first year out of college and named it like the chronicles of princess p or like something ridiculous but i think oh, in like without knowing it was kind of my way of breaking down my own like shame and wall guilt about and it. Was like, if I talk, uh -huh. Yeah. If I was like, if I talk about this, if I can like make light of it and people know that it's happening, my friend, not everyone, you know, my friends like knew that yeah. I had this, it was like less shameful for me than keeping it like tucked away as a secret. Yeah. But I don't even know yeah. if I was like consciously thinking it, it that way. Just like my 20 year old brain was like, okay, this yeah. is how I'm going to make it. Okay. Cause it didn't you know feel what's... initially. Okay. It's funny that you say that because I just recently, and I've been on this journey now for a little over a year, and I just recently can talk about it without blushing or without like, you know, just, you know, getting all hot in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it, I, it takes I, a while. It does. And I think just me, like my personality, it, almost in like a defense mechanism kind of way, I want to be the first one to like say something about it because I yeah. wouldn't want someone to like find out you know, I don't know. My roommates like found it in a drawer or something. Right. And like, I didn't know. And I wasn't controlling the narrative around the exactly. situation. So yeah. that was 
So I you tell them this, first. <laughs> yes. But the, but the underlying feeling of like, shame and guilt is still yes. there it's just like the react you know how we express it is looks a little bit different but no i feel yeah. that it's hard it is hopefully hopefully we're getting over that hump because now well, here we are anthropology do you know yeah. that? <laughs> no i didn't know anthropology sold vibrators now they do yes and wow. i think like um alto well either alto or sephora um, so yeah, it is coming out of the woodwork, um, which is, I think it's a really amazing thing for women, yeah. um, to really, um, you know, I, I don't even want to call it pushing a boundary because you are really not, it's just part of who we are. Right. You know, it's just like, and, yeah. Stepping into that like place of comfort with it, I guess, like just yes. embracing yeah. it, not turning We've come a long way. We've come yeah. a long way. Yeah. Hey listeners, if you're tuning into this podcast, there's a good chance you like working out or at least you know it'll make you feel good. Do you know what feels even better than a good workout though? A good workout that helps grant a sick child's wish and replaces fear with confidence and anxiety with hope. Join the Make-A-Wish Emerging Leaderboard for a workout for wishes on Saturday, July 30th at Xavier University's Campus Rec Field. Wish Kid Jaden, who's 15, is our inspiration for this fundraiser. Jaden wished for a home gym after gaining weight as a result of his treatment to beat his illness. He was then subsequently bullied, and the wish for a home gym was to be able to regain confidence in himself. I think we can all relate to that. So grab a team of four and come out for four stations of workouts, 15 minutes each. Jaden will even be there leading us all in a warm-up. It'll be a fun morning of community building through moving our bodies and rooting for each other. To register, designate one team captain and sign up through the link in my Instagram bio or the show notes. We're asking each team of four to donate a minimum of $100. That's $25 per person. We'll be giving away some amazing local fitness and wellness prizes to the team who raises the most money and for the team who dresses up in the best team spirit. Register your team today for Workout for Wishes, Saturday, July 30th, 10 a.m. at Xavier Campus Recfield. Okay, so you started doing research, right? So yes. you're trying to go on this journey. And what did you find through that? Okay, so I have an embarrassing, um, I have an embarrassing story. So in the midst of all of this is when, um, have you heard of the Rose? the rose no it's a thing that went viral on social media it's a suction it's not a sort of a vibrator it's a suction thing that went you know viral wait and is it like <laughs> does it stimulate a blowjob for men i no. it's a it looks like a rose and it's okay it's not for men a, it's for women no it's for women okay i'm and, just getting instagram ads <laughs> now right now i don't know what's going on what i said what happened but i am getting instagram ads for a like blowjob simulator for men that's like it it is oh, insane anyway wow. not that okay the rose is for women <laughs> yes and I was like ooh, like it literally went viral it blew up and so I was like I'm gonna get one and see and okay I don't know if I can say this on your podcast like it literally almost anything. took my clitoris off and I was yeah. like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that is a real fear an absolute fear <laughs> then the second vibrator that I got is a plug was a plug-in one and you gonna electrocute yourself? No, it was so, and like I read the reviews after I bought it because it was like you could also use it, I think, for like a like sore muscle massage yeah. situation, and it had like like is a, it the Hitachi um something? Is it like know. white and has like a yes. vibrating? Okay, that yes. Okay, so that was the second one, and. I was reading reviews and it was like, this one made me orgasm through my jeans. Like, be careful. Don't put it on speed. Too. And I was like, oh, my God, what did I just buy? Like, what is this? This is going to take this is going to take my clitoris off. Yeah, it did. No, it, 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 it almost did. And I was like, yeah. okay. I was like, OK, OK, no, we cannot like this cannot be it. And so <laughs> like strike one. OK, I failed the first right. time. <laughs> so, there was, so there were two things. First of all, they I, I needed to be discreet. You know, if I mm -hmm. if I travel with it and, you know, mm -hmm. and at the time too, like there was some 
a video that went viral and this lady's going through, you know, um, TSA and something starts like going off and, and she's yeah. like mortified. So I'm thinking a lot of all of that. And you know, you know, you know me, it's just like, yeah. if, if there's a problem, I'm going to try to solve it. Like, yeah, yeah. like that is yeah. my thing. So, and then it was just like, instead of trying to find the perfect product, how about I just create it? Yep. Love and that. Piper was born. And I just moved from Seattle to Wisconsin, as you know, and literally I'm packing up. I was like, I have a hundred vibrators because you're doing like market research, market research and trying to find the, 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 the right manufacturing, you know, um, manufacturing partner. And like, I was literally just getting all these samples Mm. and I don't even know what I I think I just threw them in the trash because, and I was just like, what can you possibly do? My background isn't wasted recycling. I was like, I don't know that I was supposed to throw that in the trash, but you know what? (laughs) You're like, I need to get these out of the house. I just can't deal with the environment is going to have to forgive me right now. Yeah. It was in, it was, and they were like, they were some in like brand new boxes and, and, and I did give some away, right? Because yeah, like, you, you need no like way. a, like a vibrating garage, a vibrator garage oh sale, like, come one, come all. I was like, I <laughs> hope never one ever just opens his trash bag because. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the funniest trash, trash bag to come across. Or also someone's like very lucky day. Very like, lucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so I, and then I found. So th- there were there were a few things I knew I wanted. I knew I wanted it to not look like your typical vibrator. And so you've seen it. It doesn't look like one at all. It is <laughs> so cute and like stylish and um absolutely discreet. The best color. It's like a mint, like a light mint green mm-hmm. color. It's so cute. Oh, thank you. And let me tell you, like, that is like the fifth iteration of the color. Oh, when really? I told, when I told you I learned everything I there was to learn about Pantone colors. <laughs> and it was just well, like, one, a... I don't know if it was intentional, but it is like, it's, it's very calming. And I think it's like very much on trend with like a muted color, right? Like right now we're all about a muted color. Yeah. Kim Kardashian just released her skin line skincare line right it's all like nudes and like neutrals and this green this mint green I'm looking at the the box I have in front of me right now um the this color is like calming but but not so neutral where you're like this could be flesh colored and maybe weird yes that was definitely intentional I wanted it to I was thinking more like like eucalyptus when I was you know like Like something very natural spa like yes you nailed it you nailed it so I wanted so I wanted it to not look like it and I wanted it to be small because again like you know the fear of like just gigantic so 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 pretty much I you know once we once we decided on what the shape and all that was going to be and then it was just like but is it going to pack a punch in this small body Right. And then that was another, you know, way of like, okay, how do we get the biggest or the most powerful model that we can Mm -hmm. in this Mm -hmm. small compact body? And then, and and when I got that sample and I turned it on the first setting, I was like, Ooh, you know, and I I was putting it on my nose. (laughs) Is that how we tested the nose? Yeah. Yeah. You put that. That's how that's, and I found this out as well. Like that's the, the, you know, how you, the closest feeling. So I put it the first setting. I was like, Ooh, this is nice. And then the second, ooh. <laughs> and then the third is the highest. And then the other ones are just different vibe pulsing patterns. Um, yes. So there's 10 different like vibrating frequencies, yes. right? And yes. and the last seven, I guess you said the first three are just like more intense vibration, mm-hmm. right? Like steady. Mm-hmm. And then the last seven, they're like patterns. Yes. Which is really interesting <laughs> and cool. And you're like, I was like, I didn't even like know you could do that. I wanted this. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. It's very, so, it's very fun. So yeah. And then another thing I was really, really um, very nitpicky about the packaging because I wanted when you open the box to have an experience, right. Where you're not just like, Oh my God, I need to just, cause a lot of them come in like black boxes and then you mm-hmm. just, and I mean, it's I almost I begging also, to like be discreet. You like, want no, to, don't, yeah, look, don't look yeah. at me. Hide it from me. Like, no words or anything on the packaging. Yeah. Yeah. And if you look at the packaging of the bean, it doesn't be, I mean, it's not like screaming in your face, but it's also not frightening. It's also just, you know, just it's, like, it's, yay, it's a gift. I'm gifting myself. 
it is very very aesthetically pleasing like you open the box and it's like packaged with tissue paper like you would like get something very nice like again like a spa treatment and open it, it says self-care is not selfish it oh well and you can get like that little you developed the cute little traveling case yes again so cute you know white. discreet you just pop it in that little case the um spray cleanser that <laughs> is genius because why should you have to go search for that you know it, no right and like or like you're just like every time what you take it to the sink and you use like warm water or whatever and you're like you're not really gonna do that like you're yeah. just not maybe the you're first gonna couple put times, it back in. exactly oh, you're, you're just gonna th- <laughs> you're just gonna throw it back in and like then for me with princess p the sparkles were just like fading away. like who knows what was going on in that situation but yeah a spray cleanser i also love that on the side of the box it says she has arrived yes you can you can take that anyway (laughs) but point being it's super it's just cute and again it makes you excited for this and it has this whole entire wellness vibe around it like this is a wellness product yes yes and and i want to i want to talk a little bit about that right because i i think i decided earlier on when I was just figuring out who is this product for and 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 I just had to really be genuine and with myself and say I'm I'm not a sex therapist I'm not I'm my my audience is me right mm-hmm. and I had to be really authentic about that mm-hmm. and what was going to make me comfortable to embrace this product was just wrap it in self-care yeah right and yeah. and you know and there there are so many different women in a different journey with their self-pleasure, right? I mean, they are, I have friends who like are aficionados, right? They just, you know, have all the types and, yeah. and, and, you know, this is, this, this one, I wanted to make sure that the woman who might be new to this is not, doesn't feel left out. And again, mm. we're going, going back to where this is where I saw the gap where, you know, someone who was a little bit timid like me or a little bit afraid or a little bit shameful, you know, yep. was was able to kind of um, tread lightly and, and, and safely and feel welcomed um, into into this space. Yeah, and that is. Yeah. yeah. The other thing, uh, too, about the bean that we forgot to mention that I loved the most, I think, was that it's soft and like a oh, little... Yeah pliable like I mean not like it's not like squishy but there's there's some movement to it which makes it feel more natural and the first thing that I thought of when I used it I hope this is not weird to tell you I was like it feels like a human finger oh yeah Uh, but also another thing is if you see how it's curved yes and again this might be TMI but I use it with my partner and it just slides right between the two bodies Yep. You know, yep, and yep, again, yep. And, and this is what he said. He's like, I'm not intimidated by this. It's like, it's not competition because it doesn't look like me down right, there. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right, right. Um, that, yeah, I mean, that is a whole, a whole kind of like separate situation to consider of like introducing it with your partner. And like, how mm-hmm. does that, how did, the, how did they receive it? The partner receive it? You exactly. Know? And, like, and, and I wouldn't thing, even it, think about the intimidation factor, but that's a really good point. Yeah, it's small, you yep. know, it's like they're not like competing, you know, the ego thing yep. comes in, right? Like the size sure. piece or even looks yep. like, so again, it's just, it, it's not, a, it's, it doesn't compete, it enhances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but yeah, the yeah. whole feel of it is just very, it's just like comfortable and soft. It just, yeah, fe- yeah like it doesn't feel like scary or... I don't Someone know. Someone told like me it looks like a piece of fancy soap. <laughs> I was like, it kind of does. Right? Because it's kind of like rounded. Yeah. 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 I kind of like a dove soap bar. If people listening are picturing what we're talking about, like a dove soap bar kind of uh-huh. has that round to it. Yes. Yeah, That's kind of what it's like. That's great. And it just, it charges. So, you know, but you don't have to use batteries. You can just charge right. it. With the USB, comes, it comes with a USB charging cord. Um, yeah. And, um, I think up to 60 minutes on a full charge. I mean, yep. I don't know whether it needs it. 60 minutes. You, trust me, you don't need 60 minutes. No, 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 no. You, <laughs> no, 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 you do not. Um, and waterproof. Yes. You can take it in the tub with you or the shower. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and another reason why um, I decided to come up with that case is, you know, travel. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and especially because I follow a lot of travel bloggers. Right. And I was thinking, I was like, ooh, like if, we, if you're in a foreign country, 
you know, like that's what that, like you want to be safe and you want to be, you know, cautious. And yep. this is your perfect travel partner. I love that. <laughs> it's re- it's really cool. When I when I opened the box, like I was like, <gasps> like just like so excited. It really felt like I was like opening something special. Like not at all, like that's- my vibrator from Spencer's gifts. That is awesome. That was I. I, I want. Oh my god! I I need to find the Spencers just to kind of like reclaim my youth. I do. I do not <laughs> even think that they're open still. I'm sure that they are. Oh my god! They're no. out of there. Out of there. So yeah. so, what was like the the process? You mentioned like samples and developing. Like, how did you even start this to be like? Okay, I'm going to create a vibrator. So I. I, oh my God, Google. <laughs> I yeah, started okay. Google, like, and I said, vibrator manufacturers. <laughs> yep. And then, um, you know, a whole a whole list, you know, um, came up. Um, yep. Some in the US, um, some in China. And then I just started getting samples. I mean, so mm. a lot of them were duds, right? And okay. actually, the bean is my second product. Mm. The first product um, was a suction product, and I mean, mm. this. I, and what happened? Um, a company, and I don't remember the name of it, but it's a bigger company, bought out a smaller company that had the suction technology, and then they slapped a patent on it, oh. which happened. Which happened to be a blessing in disguise because this product is way better, way better. I've never had. I don't have any experience with suction. That's in form the, of a. The rose was a suction when I said, oh, like, yeah, it okay. just yeah, almost yeah. took, I was like, oh, no, this, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel so, yeah, so halfway, by that. Yeah. So after we designed, we designed it again, changed the model. And and the, so why I think this, the bean is actually better, it's quieter. That one, because of the, the air kind of moving in and out, like, it, it just wasn't as quiet as I wanted it to be and so like I said it was a blessing in disguise I mean I liked how it looked that one almost looked like a little heart like the like mm. the actual heart organ mm-hmm. um and it was really pretty it was lavender I was like oh yeah. oh yeah that's a pretty color too yeah. yeah yeah and and so then midstream I just had to completely pivot and mm. um again I I'm so glad that happened I wasn't at the time. I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? Um, right. You're like, this is the first I found a better manufacturer and who was really, you know, um, able to work with me, like took my crazy drawings and put it into life. And, you know, when I would, right. Cause you are night, not a product they, designer, right? You don't have any experience ex- in designing a product. Not at all. I, and I can't even draw. Yeah. <laughs> But you had an idea and you had, I had Google, an idea. so there we go. <laughs> oh, and then, okay. And so, so I, I, I mean, it was so many samples and it was getting kind of getting expensive having samples shipped to me. So then the last one, when we finally thought we had it right and they I was like, okay, don't ship it to me. Just show me a video of it. And they sent a video and it looked lime green and I literally started bawling. And I was like, oh. this, the color is wrong. And they're like, no, 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 no. It's just the lighting. We'll take another video, video tomorrow in natural light. And so like literally I had 24 hours where I was like freaking out. Mental breakdown. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it's, it's, but the, it was a fun process. Like I love creating and it was a uh-huh. fun process to create this. Yeah. So then once you like have the product itself developed, then you can start just like really the marketing piece of it too. Like how do you setting up the website to order and pricing yes. and social media and like all that follows. Yes. Yeah. So the, uh, and we're going to go to the social media piece, which as we talked yeah. about, like we've come a long way, but we have so much way, long way to go. So I, I knew um, earlier on that social media was going to be one way, but it couldn't be the primary way because even when I write my posts, I have to use, I can't, I can't use words like clitoris or orgasm, you know. Oh, because Instagram will like flat Anything, Facebook, Instagram yeah. will anything meta platform like they it's a it's a no-no and so you have to be really creative um so i went really hard the first week just to kind of get you know people to and i'm just using using um friends and family to say hey spread the word and the thing about it you 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 mentioned you were getting ads um on on instagram this is where the inequity just kind of reared its its ugly head like you can sell male enhancement you know pills or all day every day but no when problems. It comes, yes. And, and, and it's such a shame that, um, like the, 
it's like the silencing, right? And 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 just the anyway, the restrictions and all of that. And so so podcasts like these, um, yeah. just being really um, intentional on, on placement. Um, I've been, you know, soliciting smaller boutiques to carry. I've got my mm. first one in Seattle. So 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 women or or community, and I've been so fortunate to just come across women who get it and who are like so excited about the product sometimes sometimes just as much as I am and they're like yes you know let's talk about it let's have this conversation and so that's kind of has it been a blessing in disguise so I'm just using non-traditional ways of just getting the word out yeah yeah no that's great It, it, it almost like feels appropriate too in a way that of course, it's more difficult for a woman to like talk about her pleasure or like have anything to do with her body, but like fine, we'll still find a way. Yes. Like we'll yes. like we're still gonna find a way. <laughs> and there's another book that I read. It's called, I think it's called Sex Tech, and it's literally just talking about all the 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 female founded wellness sexual wellness companies. Like even the Honey Pot, for example, is is considered one. And the barriers that a lot of people are having, especially as it comes to financing, like mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to self-finance, but if I wanted to go out there and like raise capital, like it would have yeah. been almost impossible. No one wants um, to invest in a woman's pleasure. No, exactly. None. And, 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 and the thing about it is that people think that um, sexual wellness is just pleasure products. Like there's so much, you know, um, that is considered um, sexual wellness, which is a good thing because I think we really need to reimagine what that is. Yeah. Um, and and there are a lot of badass women out there, and I'm just so honored to just kind of be a little dot in their midst. <laughs> no, I'm like so honored to know you. As soon as you like told me about, like we mentioned it in passing, I think just like on a work call, right? And I was, I like, know. I was like, are you really it? doing like doing this? Like this is so this is like so amazing like it's just I don't know it just feels it feels like this kind of like radical act of like empowerment and love for ourselves and care for ourselves to be like okay no there's not this product that exists on the market I'm gonna put it out there and I'm going to like educate women and empower them and like talk about it as self-care because it is it absolutely is is. like like one of the um, the articles on the blog just talks about, and I was, again, reading the benefits of just masturbating or just even having yeah. an orgasm, right? Oh like, my gosh, yeah. All the all the dopamine and serotonin and like, it helps you sleep with, you know, mm-hmm. releases melatonin and it's just like, like, you know, like we are, we are, we are just drugged up and taking stuff and like, just have an orgasm. I mean, right. I, no, I mean that's the, the word, my but, you know, favorite kind of nap. nap. <laughs> my favorite kind of nap is the post-orgasm nap. Like that is... Yes. Excellent. Like, it's like almost instant. Like I can like barely put it to the side before I'm like lights out. I know. And now and now when your partners go to sleep right after, you get it. You're like, okay, yeah, like, now I get it. <laughs> well, and it's like great because like you don't even have to worry about any pain and time. You can with no worry in the world finish and sleep. Like there's like I don't have to talk to anyone. I don't have to look oh at anyone. I have to just I'm out. Yeah. The special kind of freedom. Um, you know, it's really interesting. Um, my mother is actually um, a biology professor, and she's also taught some anatomy and physiology. And so, she was my first sounding board. And again, mm. like going to your mother and say, uh, like you know, just like stumbling over your words because you're sure. trying to get it out. And uh, yeah. I, I just have such an amazing mother. And so, she actually helped me with my research. Um, and I have an article that I we haven't put out yet, but she actually wrote, and it's it is um, clitoracy 101. And it's talking about the anatomy and, you know, how we, there's, I think it's 8,000 nerve endings, yes, which is right. double, you know, right. for men. And they like, and they like, there's like the big central one, right? Which is yeah, like, and it has legs that go, they have yes. legs, right? So you could technically like have an orgasm, like even not from touching your clip, but just like around yes, it. Around too. it. Yeah, so she like, you know, did all this research and wrote this amazing article. And I had to go back and say, because it was really scientific. I was like, oh, could you dumb this down a lot? Yeah. <laughs> Just so I, like I could understand right. it. Right. <laughs> right, right. You have to get it for the masses. Um, what we were, t- you were talking about before, um, kind of like working through like the guilt and shame piece of it. Like when you were first kind of getting into this journey and you referenced like being raised Catholic. I was also mm-hmm. raised Catholic, obviously mm-hmm. like 
their big platform around sex was like, don't have it until you're married. Like, there you go. Mic drop. That's it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm interested, like, how did you work through those feelings of guilt and shame coming up to, like, get to the place where you are now where you're not blushing when you talk about it? I, I mean, I was, I, I will say I'm still working through it. Um, I haven't been a practicing sure. Catholic. Is that a thing? A practicing Catholic? Yeah. For, but I went, I mean, not, and I was not just a Catholic. I went through Catholic schools on my entire, up until Yeah, college. me too. So yeah, like it too. was ingrained, right. you know, and, 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 and in addition to that, even though I was raised Catholic, my dad was Muslim. So I had all that side of it as well. Oh, and there's a lot over there too. <laughs> it's a yeah. lot to unpack. It's a yeah, lot to unpack. Yeah. And so, and I'm still unpacking it. Um, I think mm. for me, I'm, I ended up with a, one of my best friends, right. In terms of an, in a relationship. And so he's yeah. actually also helped to, you know, help me unpack that. And, and, and he doesn't feel weird about it. So then I don't feel weird about it. Mm -hmm. And I've been able to talk to talk about it with people like you and just, just kind of normalize it. So then you don't feel so alone. Right. And and that has, that has helped out a lot. Right. Just being able to like be talk, talking about it where, yeah, you kind of take it out of this like shadowy corner and you're like, yes, this is okay. It can see the light. Yeah. It's okay. I'm, Everyone's still fine. Like I haven't bursted into flames yet. Like I haven't been sent straight to hell. Okay, good. Yeah, and another, and, and then also what helped, um, you know, also in the African American community, there's a heavy religious influence, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I lived in the South for a while, so a lot of my friends are from the South, raised in the church, and so having that conversation with them and having them unpack their experiences and their mental barriers, mm-hmm. it's like we're all healing together. Like we're walking mm-hmm. this walk together, and it's just yeah. been a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, and I think the more comfortable you can get with yourself and then pleasuring yourself the easier it will be then to receive pleasure from other people because I know that's a really big piece for women too where it's like it's very easy to go into a sexual experience and be like oh yeah well like I I want to make you feel good and like that's how yeah. I'll feel good if I make you feel good and you can like have that conversation oh with my you all god you want. I can't even count the amount of times of faking it oh Jesus. yeah <laughs> yeah right and and like it's it's if you can't even be with yourself in that space and like talk to yourself about that or like own that I'm worthy enough to receive my own pleasure, then having mm-hmm. that conversation or being in that space with someone else is like almost impossible. Yeah. So it's like and starts the, with you. And the first time I actually said the words out loud to a partner to say, I cannot have orgasm through penetrative sex was like, it was such a breakthrough. Yeah. That's like you know? so much of self advocate like self-advocating it's great great and and I was like is she gonna want to talk to me again and and the thing about it is all you know it's anyway that was a breakthrough and I feel it's almost like I was released from chains Mm, of of faking it right Right. and like I didn't have to with this you know I didn't have to anymore and it was just so freeing yeah no, that's really cool. Um, can we talk about the history of the vibrator, though? Oh, my God. Like how, because I, I saw that on your blog, which I think it's so great that you have these blog topics that tie into the mission overall, right? Like, yes, we're giving you this great product, but also let's like keep the conversation going. But what I thought, I'm like, I've never thought about there was someone, a woman, <laughs> likely, mo- uh, most likely that was like, OK, we can like make something move and like how did it happen <laughs> okay so so i had um again it was like a two-part research right so i've doing all this research and then i was like this this whole thing around you know how doctors used to treat hysteria you know and and the reason why the vibrator became kind of i don't want to say mainstream but kind of became more was they just got tired because there were women lined up outside of their um office like trying to get treated for hysteria because they were manually doctors and nurses were manually like macerating women to treat the hysteria and what? so <laughs> wait what yes. women were were walking in for hysteria which like what's really hysteria like are you stressed exactly. out exactly like, i think the, the like the the, the actual is it's, it's a uterus it's like the hysteria it's just there's so there's so much so to they, unpack so- with that word itself but yeah, like, you know, women were hysterical, right? And so then they will come to, you know, go to the doctor and that is a way to um, provide relief for them. And women was like, oh, this, okay. And so you, 
<laughs> it was a in order to be more efficient, the vibrator was invented. <laughs> wow, I wish people could see my face right now because my <laughs> jaw is just on the ground. Well, that- then even going further back, and this is an old wives' tale, so you know, take it with a grain of salt. We don't know how true this is, but um, people believe that um, um, Cleopatra actually had used to have gourds made out, like just hollowed out, uh-huh. and then they would put a bunch of bees in it, <gasps> and then the bees just kind of like rumbling in there would like create this vibration. <laughs> oh. I believe that she would do that. I was like obsessed with Cleopatra when I was younger. I read so much about her. She was so cool. Was a badass. Yeah, she was definitely a badass. Um, I well, the the story about like the hysteria. I'm still on that. I'm gonna think about that for a long time. Um, it, it makes sense to what we're saying about it being like self care, like an yeah, orgasm. It was self-care. a medical, yeah, <laughs> like thing. You're feeling hysterical. And I don't know, I, in my mind, I picture like people are just like, honestly stressed out from like the normal stresses of life. And they're not like, they don't have a supportive partner. They're not like talking about yeah. any of their problems. Like they're like, just everything is contained. Then yeah, an orgasm. Can you imagine? Help release that. Can you, you can't talk to anyone. Happening? You can't talk to your friends. You can't talk to your, you have no like support system because like no one's talking about anything. Everything's yeah. taboo. Honey, I have, a, I have an appointment with Dr. Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> insane okay so they didn't have to manually do it anymore they were getting tired exactly exactly yeah. good wow good, good thinking <laughs> yeah oh my god that's so funny okay do you when when was this happening what, what time period was this going on i want to say it was like the um the 1800s 18 1900s again like that's how far it goes back and the fact that we're still like keeping this you know cloud over it it's just oh. like come out come out already I know it just me. I mean, it just speaks to like so many other things going on and like everything to do with women, but that it's almost like, yeah, for men, they're like, does that, that shame or like that doesn't exist for them. It's it's like celebrated and like expected. Like, of course, of course, little (laughs) boys and all and men and whatever, like, of course they have to do this for themselves and for their health. Yeah. And that it's good for them. They can't get blocked up or they can't. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Well, that's not a real thing. So like, why isn't it the same for women? It is the same. It it, it is the same, but no one wants to talk about it. And, and I have a good friend who, um, she, she hosts a women's wellness group, um, in North Carolina, and she was just talking about how, you know, she comes across so many women and, and up until recently, I was, I would have considered myself part of that group who just don't know their bodies, right? you know, and if we don't know it, um, how do we expect our partners to know it? And yep. I, I'm going to find this clip and send it to you and I, and I don't remember, but you know how people go around like with a microphone and just um, interview random people? Yes, like um, on the street or whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so this, they were going around with a picture of a of a woman's, you know, vulva, mm-hmm. um, and they were asking men to to identify the clitoris, and literally no one could. And I was That's just like, this terrifying. is this is a shame. It is terrifying. <laughs> So yeah, we, it's just, it's again, the education piece. Um, so we're, we're definitely going to be very content forward. I mean, we mm. want to talk about, you know, sex. I'll, I'll be 41 in a few days, like sex mm-hmm. after 40 or sex yeah. after a baby, you know, Ooh, all yeah. these things, you know, I have, you know, friends who have confided, like, you know, like um, sometimes some of the medication impacts their sex life. So all of these things, we just want to talk about it, that all of it, awesome. and just have a conversation about all of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's really great. Um, okay, so let's talk about then this pleasure gap. We've been referencing this the whole time, yes. but w- when did you? So was that the book that you first read? Was that really the introduction, the first introduction yes. you had? Yeah, it okay. was, and it and it just it doesn't just talk about. I mean, of course, hetero men and hetero women, but also thing about it is lesbian women have more orgasms because they are they don't rely on penetration. It's all right. about clitoral stimulation, which is the most reliable form for us. Now mm-hmm. there are some lucky women out there. So it's not there are some lucky women who can have an orgasm through penetration, but for the vast majority of us, um, it's it's a combination of both or just mm-hmm. clitoral only. Mm-hmm. And that is really where that gap is. And like you and I were talking about this earlier. It's no one's fault, right? So it's, it's like 
it's like me going to my partner and rubbing his ear and expecting him to have an orgasm. Well, mm-hmm. it might feel good, but that's not how yeah. his body is wired to, you yes. know? Yes. Yeah. And so that, so again, it's, it's not about your partner not being skillful or anything like that. It's just about understanding how our body works and mm-hmm. acting accordingly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it also just, it goes so much deeper too. I think when, women can can take on this role of like well yes it feels good for me but this is kind of like a thing that I'll do you know yeah. or like a, a like a you know not like we're expected to but it's just like they're like oh this is an easy thing I can do that yeah. makes him feel good and like okay well it feels good for me too and like maybe I'm just not going to orgasm and that's okay you know what I mean like you yeah can, like, go we, we're okay with that we're okay with mm-hmm. that so, oh well at least he's one of us you know yeah and if you do read the book this is another fascinating part of the book and she talks about how um, the 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 way for women to have an orgasm is usually considered foreplay, right? It's not the main it's not the main the main part of the experience. Where yeah. and he and she doesn't even call it foreplay; she calls it core play, right? Because mm. like you know, for us, like that is the show, and and for us too, <laughs> it's so much more mental. Yeah, so much more mental than even like physical or visual or anything like you really like need to be in the mood and turned on. And that comes from like, you know, just, I mean, there's physical, obviously it's touch and sensation and all that involved, but like, it's just, I don't know, it's just so mental. And then she talks about how we just give it so little, it's almost like the, the prequel to the main, you know, but for, for, for us women, that's a lot of times that is the main show. And how do we, you know, um, make sure that we are attentive to that too. And again, yeah. the, I mean, the book is fascinating. And she just talks about the different combinations where like, I think she says he comes first or she comes first. And so just to make sure that both partners at the end of the experience, you know, yeah. um, both reach yeah. climax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love it. I love it. Um, okay, so besides uh, the bean and your work with Piper, how else are you taking care of yourself? Oh my God. Um, I was thinking what about are your this favorite early. forms of self-care sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, and especially we reference right, that you moved from Seattle to Wisconsin. Yeah. Those 5am calls. <laughs> right. She's, I mean, we all, we work in a global company, so there's a lot of time zones to take into account, but anyone that's on Pacific time definitely gets the short end of the stick. Because oh we've got to do like morning calls for Amia and India and all that. And so many 8 a.m. 8 a.m. for me, which is 5, 5 a.m. Yeah. Yes. So I know why you'd pick sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing about it is, too, it allows me to then be intentional about other things. Right. Like, like for example, yesterday we went on a I, we went on a two mile walk. You know, I have the energy to do that because yep. I have a good night's sleep. Right. You know, so so it just it just allows me to do all of the other the things that I will consider self can like when I'm when I don't get enough sleep, I, I just don't even want to think or do any of that stuff. Exactly. No, that's how I am, too. What's like a good what's your good hour amount for you? Like, what do you feel really good at? Oh, my God. Nine. Nine. <laughs> I think I think I think eight is a sweet spot for me. Mm-hmm. I can seven is okay. And like, I probably wouldn't know notice much of a difference. Nine, I feel like might be getting like if I sleep too much, then I just am a little You're bit just groggy. Yeah, groggy. So I think for me, eight is eight is the sweet spot. Yeah. I think for me I, right now, if I went to bed at like 1030 to like 630, like that window of time feels really intuitively yeah, that's good a, for me that's a, and the reason I say nine right because for me nine is a luxury you know yeah. like after <laughs> after like five six because I'm also I'm, I'm I'm kind of a night owl so oh um, are you okay yeah so yeah. even when I had to get up at you know 4 30 to be on a 5 a.m call it doesn't mean I go to bed early right I still go to bed at 11 you oh. know and and have to get up and then just we'll just you know like oh just push through the day yeah I hate um, that feeling I know. And now my, my day started a little bit later. Um, so I'm getting more sleep and, and, you know, I'm, I even started working out, which is, yeah. feels amazing. But again, I have the energy to do that. Yep. So. Yep. Sleep is like the number one building block for you for self-care. Everything else can follow. Yes. 
Yeah. What yeah, where you we've been talking about you working out. Where where is it that you work out? Talk about that because it's really Oh my interesting. god. I am a cult fan of F45. F45. I, it's called Functional 45. It's all over the world. It started in Australia. And um you go in it's, you know, it's, it's interval training, right? And so mm-hmm. everyone, everyone does the same training, regardless of where you are in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and the same day, every workout, like everyone around every, the world is doing the same Everyone workout. around the world. That's so like, cool. I, 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 I tend to follow people who are in the UK. So I get a preview of the, what the workout is going to be because oh, yeah, then they smart. will post their workout, mm-hmm. but everyone um, all over the world does the same workout and the music is amazing. And you're never doing any work. The longest is 60 seconds, but even that is rare, right? And so mm-hmm. you're always moving. And like station-based? Station-based. Yeah. Love and that. in the other day, Saturday, so sat- usually every workout is 45 minutes. With, with, that's where the 45 comes in. But on Saturdays, they have Hollywood or North Hollywood, and it's 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I literally burnt almost 800 calories. And I came out of there, I was just like, I wanted it. I wanted more. Oh yeah, yeah, Even yeah. Was, yeah, it was amazing. And they have a DJ on Saturday, so the music. Like we were talking also, about Beyonce earlier. And oh they just... yes. <laughs> I wanted. I'm. I really am a little salty about my weekend this past weekend, which was really great. But all I envisioned myself doing was dancing to Beyonce's new song "Break <laughs> My know. Soul" and just like yes. going crazy. And it you should, you happen. should <laughs> just carve out, carve out 30 minutes and go crazy. No, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to have to do that. Um, but what kind of exercises are you doing in the, in the intervals? Is it like weights? Is it body weight or mixture? It's, it's a, it's a mixture of both. There are a lot of burpees. Um, oh. <laughs> a lot of burpees, there are a lot of jump squats. There are a lot of, um, lunges. There's, okay. um, the, the, there's, um, the, they have oh my god my the worst pull ups um, oh yeah no not good there's there are ropes um, there are sled pulls um, oh wow they're giving yeah. you everything they're giving you everything they have Y bells you know they have um, um, kettlebells and okay. dumbbells it's a workout yeah 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 it sounds fun it keep you engaged and you're not getting bored which is yeah and i did take a break um you know covid hit and then everything shut down so i hadn't done it in almost three years and i went back and and again it's a community right and so the owner of the gym is like texting me like so how did it go are you coming back i was like i need a few more days because i'm my body hurts yeah (laughs) my body hurts but again it's like and, and especially when i lived in seattle i didn't really know too many people in the city i had family in the suburbs and like mm-hmm. like the members and the trainers like they just became like my best friends yeah so there's a so really important. huge sense of community so yeah, i love yeah. it i'm like i'm like they should make me a spokesperson cut the check yeah right right right, right, right. <laughs> i'll start doing all kinds of posting for you let's see that money so okay sleep uh working out anything else cooking oh cooking. yeah what, cooking. what do you like to cook so, um, my partner and his son are pescatarians. Oh, okay. So now I'm experimenting with fish and I, I did not love to cook, eat fish at all, but then I realized oh, I boy. was cooking it wrong. Yeah. I was it is all about the preparation. It. Yeah. <laughs> and now that I know how to cook it, oh my God, the air fire, like the <gasps> gift from God. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> Cause I was the same way. Yeah. yeah. I love fish, but I would always get it out like at a restaurant because I was like, I'm not, I just never yeah. felt good about how I was making fish. But then with the air fryer, salmon, tuna steaks, like you can't mess it up. You can't mess it up. <laughs> yeah. No, so I'm, really I'm learning, I'm learning like tonight we're making salmon tacos, right? Cause I love Mexican food. Who doesn't? Mm, yep, and yep. so Who just doesn't? experimenting with, yeah. with, with, with cooking. That's fun. Um, that's really fun. Um, anything else you want to shout out with your self care? You cover it. And those are really good ones. I think we sleep is like it. the end all be all for me, honestly. Like if that's in if that's in line, then I can do anything else. Oh, and another thing, my I have forgot to have my red wine. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, a glass of Cabernet. I don't I don't enjoy it as much in the summer, but you know, in the winter and fall when it's cold outside and you have a fire going, oh my. 
god do you can you move to like a rosé in the summer or are you just like a red yes girl? Okay. i would do i would do a rosé in the summer but i usually do um uh, margaritas in the summer i make fresh margaritas like fresh citrus and all of that <laughs> I want one so badly right now that you're saying that. I am going to send you my margarita recipe. I need to come up. I need to come up to Wisconsin while the weather's still nice, and I want to get this workout. I want you to make me a fish taco. I want a margarita. And a margarita. Yes. Perfect. My friends. My friends know me from like because it knocks them on their ass because it just tastes so good. Like they don't really realize how much alcohol they're consuming. And it's the best kind. Yeah, blood orange margarita is the best. That's really good. Okay. Well, speaking of margaritas, this next question will flow right into it. It's the big yes. question of the podcast, the essence yes. of the podcast. Yes. What does being fit mean to you? Oh my God. For me, being fit is consistency. Yeah. Because I have a tendency to go all in a hundred percent and then fade. Right. Yeah. So I'm trying to do, <laughs> so I'm trying to do a better job of just being even mm-hmm. right where mm-hmm. I can, I can, I can be at a pace where I maintain, where I can maintain. Right. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect every time, as long as exactly, you're showing up in some way. Exactly. As long as you're doing a little bit every day. I mean, there were yeah. times where I'm going to go back to F45 when I was doing two a days and I was like, this is insane. I'm going to burn out. Right. And and then it's like when you, when you stop, then you just stop. Mm. So it's just for me, it's, it's, it's been consistent because then it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like a chore. It just right. something. Yeah. It just becomes part of your daily life. So being fit yeah. for me, it's, and it's consistent in anything, right? Consistent in getting good sleep, consistent in eating well, yeah. you know, um, yeah. versus like going on a strict diet and then binging, you know, like, like that, that yo-yo is just, it's, yeah. it's, I, I've been in that place before I think I was like very much so like an all or nothing type of person and so then if you I think it ties back for me with this like I have a tendency towards perfectionism so then I mm-hmm. think okay well if I'm not being perfect at it then I just won't yeah, do what, it, what, what's know? the point yes. yeah 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 and so I would used to approach I feel like even like eating well or like drinking or anything it was like or all okay I'm all in on a on a meal plan and I'm counting every macro and I know exactly what's happening and I'm not drinking at all and then, yeah. and then there's it was no like, fun in that. No, and there's no fun in that. And so it's like, okay, it does not have to be perfect for it to be still good for you and like contributing mm-hmm. to your health in a meaningful way. Like th- this perfection of health, it just cannot exist. Yeah. There's, there's you no, lose, you lose out and all the other good things. And then that's not right. And then you, that's not yeah. being healthy. Yeah. You're no, like mentally exactly. insane. So like, it just, I don't know. It's a lesson. Yeah. It's a learning practice lesson that yeah. I will probably be doing my entire life. <laughs> Yeah, like I have yeah. the thing now. I'm falling in love with um, almond chocolate covered almond balls. So I, oh. I I allow myself like six of them every day. Uh-huh. <laughs> Perfect, delicious. I was like, it's you know, it's it's a chocolate, but then there's like a little there's a nut inside, which is the healthy part. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about peanut M and M's. That's oh. how I'm like. That's like my favorite <laughs> candy. I'm like, it's a nut. It's fine. It's healthy fat. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh my. Okay, boy. You know where can people look up? Buy the bean. The bean. Find the bean. Buy the bean. Get it in all of its glory and goodness. It's so cute. The packaging is great. When this episode comes out, I'm gonna post all about it on my social media and like show everyone the packaging Yay! and and just how. I want you to is. read what's on the box because I came up with that and like I am so proud of that saying. This the on this one here. The practice, the front. Practice self-care and always, always. Oh, yay. I'm so proud of that saying. <laughs> that's really good. That, like, seriously, that's, like, so much of how I feel about the podcast, too, of, like, uh, like you got to figure out what works for you and how, like, that's kind of, like, the, kind of, like, the, the task of your life, right? It's, like, what do mm-hmm. I need to do to take care of myself? What are yeah. the best ways? And also then to know they're going to change throughout your life. What? Right. And also also realizing that someone else's way doesn't have to be your way. Nope. You get you to know? figure out what's best for you. Like, I hate running. It's never going to be my form of fitness. It doesn't have to. <laughs> it does not have to. There will be no, like, test at the end of your life to be like, um, excuse exactly. me, how many miles did you run? Because that's going to determine your worth as a human. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> find what works exists. for you. Okay. Where can they find it? Oh, it's w well, shoppiper.com. So Piper is P Y P E R. 
So yep, we'll um, link that. Shop, yep, shoppiper.com. Shoppiper.com. Only, only, it's easy to navigate the site because we only have the bean right now. Um, we will introduce the But the site the is also beautiful and very aesthetically pleasing and really Thank nice you. to the eyes. I do want to give a plug out. Um, there's a yep. new company out if, for any um, entrepreneurs out there or people who are looking to introduce a product to the market. I want you to go to Suna.com. It's S-O-O-N-A. I had my, my photo shoot there. And they're incredible. Like they're all about product photography, which I think is so important when you're trying to launch a business yeah. or a product. And they, I mean, they just, you, you, you've seen the photos. They're beautiful. They're really pretty. You can ship your products there. And then you, you can actually virtually be at your shoot. I was there in person because they had a studio in Seattle, but you know, you can, you can be do virtual. virtual. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. And on Instagram, you are. Shop, shop type on Instagram yep. and TikTok. Okay. You have a TikTok? I have a TikTok. I take Are it you managing? Oh, I'm I'm doing the best I can. I'm just so confused, but we're do, we're we're getting it. <laughs> yeah, I um do I don't do the TikTok. I can't. Yeah, it's I'm trying. It's so much to learn. But are There's you so much to learn? Can you like turn? Are you like also entrenched in it yourself? Like looking at TikTok, or are you just posting for your? business and then saying I'm goodnight. more of a I'm more of an Instagram reels kind of person okay got it that for me is also a form of self-care and, and yep. like the algorithm knows me so I like to look at other people's pretty house transformations yep, yep and so yep. I just scroll and yeah so I I, I do reels and and I've been and I've been able to create I think some beautiful reels for for um the, the company Piper so Hopefully Instagram doesn't put the kaboosh on us. So we've been oh, really God. careful and cautious on, you know, what we post and how we post. Because And again, it's all about like the language and probably yeah. like, the imagery. Yeah. That's yeah. really interesting. Um, okay. Well, everyone head over shoppiper.com, shoppiper on Instagram, um, check it out. And then yes, be looking at my social media too, because I'm going to post a bunch about it because I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this product. Oh, so I appreciate thank you, you. Thank you so much for having me on your platform. Oh my gosh, of course. I'm so excited to do this. <laughs> we will see. I will it's see so you tomorrow fun. in a yeah, different I'll see world. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We will not be talking about vibrators. But <laughs> we'll just look at each other while we're talking, we'll you know, know. Using, using the corporate lingo. So we're going to circle back and just give you yeah. a wink and just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's-